0: We could start
1: with Super Bowl. Super Bowl, Rio. just get it over with. Okay. Yeah. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Midweek Athlete Pod, episode ten. Yes, sir. I can't hold it up, but you see it, episode ten, man. How you feel, man? Episode ten, how you feel?
0: I feel great, man. You know, Red, this is one milestone. You know, one episode ten, to many. And uh, we'll get to episode 100 before you know it. And this is a special Valentine's Day edition because we are recording on Valentine's Day. As you can see, I'm the only person up here that decided to wear red.
1: So shout out to all
0: the lovers out there, man, (laughs) celebrating, doing what you do. We in the the studio working.
1: Shout out to my wife. Happy Valentine's Day, baby. All right. So (laughs) there you go. Don't forget about that. Let's not forget about that. All right. So let's get right into it. So I know we're a few days late, but. Super Bowl. What mm-hmm. was your reactions to the Super Bowl?
0: You, you want you gonna pass me the ball? Let me go on this. One. I'm gonna let you go first because, okay. like
1: I said, I'm three and zero oh when it comes to, when when it came to these last few predictions. So I'm gonna let you go ahead and start.
0: Okay. Well, as y'all know, on the last episode, I said I'm taking the 49ers only based off the premise. I did not want to see Taylor Swift after that game. And what did we see throughout the entire was, first half? She wasn't on stage though. No, she wasn't.
1: But that's what But that's what you were trying to allude to. But she wasn't on stage.
0: But they had the camera on her and Travis for three minutes after that game ended. For what? Did she play a snap in the game? Did she catch a pass? Did she make a tackle? Her boyfriend did. You're right. He played in the <laughs> game. You're absolutely right. She did not. No. Um, and one other thing I wanted to say before I get into what I have to say, man – when they paying to the Beyonce during that game, I started sweating. I was like, ooh, good Lord. Oh, Jesus. Oh, you look so good. Anyway, um, <laughs> back to regularly scheduled programming. No comment. No comment. Um, <laughs>
1: no comment. <laughs> that
0: game was a very good defensive game. I like games like that mm-hmm. every now and then. Very good defensive game. You know, it really sucked that the 49ers lost a lot of key players during that game. Drake Greenlaw popping his Achilles was just wild. Like him running the chances of that
1: happening are very, very slim, right? Very slim.
0: And he's like the heartbeat of the defense, right? Mm -hmm. So he goes out, they start picking on 48. Travis Mm -hmm. Kelsey starts eating first. Half Travis Kelsey had one catch, Mm -hmm. then all of a sudden, you look up, he has nine. Mm -hmm. It was like, How did that happen? Um, but the biggest reason that I say that the 49ers lost is because they got. Kansas City has that man number 15 on the other side, right? 15. He's the modern-day GOAT for this generation of quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. And then more importantly, as I look into my camera, it (laughs) is because of Kyle Shanahan. At a certain point, when are we going to sit here and stop just giving this man passes He's been in three Super Bowls. He's blew a double digit lead in every single Super Bowl he was in. Not to mention, he has the two biggest blown leads in Super Bowl history. The last game, where there was up by 10, and then the 28 3 lead with the Falcons when he was the offensive coordinator. Evan, you know what's a trend with Kyle Shanahan? In the Falcons Super Bowl where we lost, because I am a Falcons fan, where we lost from 28-3, to he ran the ball six times in the entire second half of that game. You know what happened in the third quarter when San Francisco was up and had a chance to put distance between them and the Chiefs? You know how many times he ran the ball in that third quarter? Thank you. That is it. Like, Kyle, you keep doing the same thing over and over and over and expecting a different result. And then the real damning part on you that just blows my mind is your players saying that they didn't even know about the change in the overtime rules in the Super Bowl. Everybody wants to blame the players. No, that's coaching and communication. And that's your fault. That is your Mm. job as the head coach. And then you had nerve enough to say, we took the ball to start overtime because we wanted to get the ball third. Where if you wanted to get the goddamn ball third, wouldn't you then – take the ball, and go for fourth down after the third and four, where you didn't even block Chris Jones and you had two players wide open for touchdowns, you should have then just went for it on fourth downs and tried to score a touchdown. But instead, you kicked the field goal and made it very easy for Patrick Mahomes. Kyle Shanahan, I'm beyond tired of watching you lose these big games. You you just <laughs>
1: – man, I, no You man.
0: are literally the definition of a – beautiful person that has zero personality. You can get all the way there, but I will never marry you. I will mm. never fall in love with you mm. because you don't provide no substance to my life. Mm, that's a hot
1: mic right there. Hey, that's... I'm
0: I am i can't do it with this Ooh.
1: guy. Go ahead, Evan. Well, for me, I agree with you. I think, uh, I mean, that first quarter, for these two high-powered offenses, for that first quarter to be tied 0-0, that means that both defenses came to play. Agreed. In which all of us were texting about it. And when I told you, I was like, man, like, these defenses are hot right now. They like, are. a lot of three and outs. Uh, McCaffrey fumbled. Uh, Pacheco fumbled. Like, I mean, it was, like, nip and tuck. So, mm-hmm. I just think – and we talked about it, too. I think the 49ers' defense, regardless of the score, I think they played exceptionally well throughout the entire game. They did. They did. Now, granted, I mean, I feel like I feel like the writing was on the wall when they took the ball in overtime – and then you only get a field goal out of that. With like what, two minutes or two two fifteen left it on the was, clock? Or,
0: in overtime, it oh, was like seven, six or seven minutes left. Okay.
1: So, but you have all that time. Yeah. And you have 15 on the other side.
0: Yeah. It's over.
1: There's there's no way. And especially the way he was moving the ball. I mean, I'm just like, dude, like at this point, at this point, just go ahead and give the Chiefs the ring. Cause I mean, mm-hmm. there wasn't much that the that the 49ers could have done, especially that last game-winning play where mm-hmm. they brought uh uh, Who's it? Coleman? It, Miko Harmon. Miko Harmon. When they brought him in motion and then faked it back out, and they let, let the whole leverage go to that side. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's the game. He was wide open. But just, I mean, overall, and I didn't realize this until we until we talked about it after, because I kept saying I was like, man, well, McCaffrey has 22 carries. Like he had to have been running the ball. Like like he had to be. Right. And then when I actually sat and looked at it, I'm like, man, like he they only ran the ball once in that third quarter. So. Like, I don't understand. Like, you're up 10-3 at the half, mm-hmm. and everything that was working for you in the first half, how come it doesn't translate in the in – the, really, how come it doesn't translate in the third quarter? Because the right. fourth quarter, that's when they started saying, like, okay, we need to go back to what we were doing in the first and second quarter. And they did. Mm-hmm. And they did. But mm-hmm. at that point, it was already too late. The Chiefs had scored. Like, mm-hmm. it, was, like it was starting to get, you know, obviously a close game. Mm-hmm. But it's like, Kyle Shanahan, how come with – Obviously, McCaffrey had twenty-two carries for eighty yards. Right. He had, however, many receptions for eighty, 80 yeah, yards. eighty receiving yards. And so it's like obviously he's your workhorse, but this is the Super Bowl. Like you, you don't need to give him no breaks, especially especially coming into that third war, the, the the third quarter because the Chiefs are like the Warriors, mm-hmm. like two thousand fifteen to two thousand eighteen. Third quarter killers. Third quarter killers. Mm-hmm. Everybody in their mama knows that. So you need to have not only a plan A, you need to have a plan A-plus when mm-hmm. it comes to the Chiefs in that third quarter. So Correct. whatever you were doing that was working, you, ha- you should have done that. And, I mean, to start the third quarter, three and out, mm-hmm. three and out, mm-hmm. three and out. They had three in and outs before they scored a touchdown, and that was two minutes left in the third quarter.
0: And that was the one to Jennings, I think. And
1: that was the one to Jennings. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, I'm not surprised that the Chiefs won, but, again, it's like, okay, you're put in these positions where you have the Chiefs on the ropes mm-hmm. and you failed again.
0: When have we ever seen Kyle Shanahan succeed? And you know the other thing, Evan? Guess what happened today? Mm-hmm. On, on Wednesday, February 14, 2024, they fired the defensive coordinator.
1: Did they really? They did. did Steve Wilkes okay. got fired. Wow. He got it's fired. Not even, it's not even his fault. They played very well.
0: Somebody got to be a scapegoat for Kyle. He, he blew the lead in Atlanta, and guess what? Went to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. He blew that lead against the Chiefs the first time, mm-hmm. and then guess what happened? They want to replace Jimmy Garoppolo. Right. Now you lose this time again to the Chiefs, and guess who has to be the state scapegoat? The mm-hmm. defensive coordinator.
1: Yeah, no, that's just that's just crazy. And then, I mean, to bring up the fact of what you said, too, of how his, how his team didn't know how the overtime rules worked. That's poor coaching. That is poor coaching. Like, uh, like I don't think I don't th- like. That's just not acceptable to me. Mm-mm. Like, like how do you, how do you have players just openly saying, "Yeah, we wanted the ball first, but we didn't really have a strategy." That doesn't. That doesn't make any sense. Doesn't. And if you're gonna take the ball for first, you better damn well score a touchdown. Uh, and it has to be a touchdown. But also, I wanted to bring this up too, because because I forgot to. I. F- The reason that this game went to overtime is because the 49ers' kick got blocked. It did. So, if if hypothetically they had made that, it would have been a four-point game, not a three-point game. Mm -hmm. So, the Chiefs would have had to score in that fourth quarter to win it. You see, the only
0: reason I disagree with that is because I think the blocked PAT actually saved them because if – Patrick Mahomes is down four with two minutes to go.
1: You don't think he scores?
0: I think he's gonna score a touchdown.
1: Th- but that's what I'm saying.
0: I th- yeah, I think it, I think Mahomes was gonna score a touchdown if they was down four. I don't think they because you got to think when they got to a certain point, you seen the offense just kind of ease back because yeah. they knew they had the field goal in hand
1: because Bucker is saying. nice. But that but that's what I'm saying. So you got to give credit to the Chiefs defense for for uh, for blocking that kick because Correct. if they didn't block that kick. Now we really got to see, okay, can Mahomes and Kelsey go score? which right. I mean I think they would have right. but it wouldn't have it wouldn't have been so like just relaxed, like okay, like let's just get to a certain point and if we can't push the ball any further, then we'll kick it. Right. Like, like, like there just needs to be in that moment, it should have been we're scoring, there's no other option. right And whatever happens after that happens, but since they were just so relaxed and like, okay, we're just gonna kick the field goal. Then, again, like I said, the writing's on the wall at that yeah. point. Especially once they kick the field goal, then it's like, okay, Mahomes, all you got to do is go score. The like, biggest play
0: it. of the game was when Trent McDuffie knocked the pass down two minutes to go. Because if they get that's that first down, they're just going to bleed the clock, kick a field goal, and we're getting up out of here. Mm-hmm. So, that that's really what it was. So, you know, Kyle, thanks a lot, you know, costing people <laughs> money, parlays, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah,
1: my parlay didn't make it either.
0: No, I didn't. Parlay, I mean, my
1: parlay did not make it. I mine I was, was a close, push. Though. It was close. It was just a push because I needed McCaffrey
0: to go over one touchdown, and he only had one touchdown.
1: I needed, I needed Debo to score, and oh, I, I would have won.
0: He had a chance, and Purdy and missed Purdy him. Purdy missed him twice.
1: twice. I'm like, dude, I was so mad. I was twice. like, dude, come on, mm. right there. But
0: Ka- oh, one other thing about Kyle Shanahan before we move on to our next topic. You go right ahead. Um. Kyle Shanahan, other thing I've noticed about you as a coach, my man, you have a propensity to not protect your quarterbacks. Last year, you got Brock Purdy, hurt his elbow with the UCL because you decided to match up Hassan Reddick, Philly's best pass rusher, against a tight end whose name wasn't George Kittle. And then this year in the Super Bowl, third and four in overtime, biggest player of the game. Gets rattled. Nobody blocks Chris Jones. Gets so it's rattled. like like Kyle at a certain point my man it's called max protection. Mm-hmm. Keep a back in. Use use check cuz they didn't have an answer for use check all game. Mm-mm. But it but you know what it's okay Kyle. It's all right. You going you going to learn the hard way. You you hard headed. Like like my grandma used to say, you hard headed boy. Hard
1: head make a soft behind. That's Ooh, every time. <laughs> I've heard that. Um, but before we do move on to our next topic, obviously, uh, big story tonight, uh, Kansas City Chiefs Parade. Uh, yeah. You know, our thoughts and prayers are with, you know, uh, what happened with what happened today. Excuse Definitely. me. So, um, I mean, obviously an unfortunate situation to yeah. celebrate a parade. But uh, like I said, our thoughts and prayers are with y'all. And one um, person
0: lost their life today.
1: Yeah. That's just I mean, we can get in. I mean, that's a whole nother topic we can get into about yeah. that that side of it. But. I mean, that's just awful way. So, like I said, our thoughts and prayers are with y'all. Thoughts um, and prayers uh, to in, everybody in Kansas City. involved. Yeah. All right. So, you have enough is enough list that you said you wanted to add to. So, the floor it's is yours, general. dude. Because cause, cause I don't even know who's on this enough, enough list. So, you go <laughs> right ahead to whoever Woo! you want to address. Ladies and gentlemen,
0: girls and boys, everyone watching the Midweek Athletes Podcast, we do appreciate your support and your love And for this edition of the Enough is Enough list, I want to add someone I have been very critical of, and I am not backing off of this until football season returns and you show me something different. I am adding Justin Herbert to the Enough is Enough list. Justin Herbert. I thought
1: he was already on it.
0: (laughs) No, we kept him off last time because, you know, everybody wanted to defend him. But you know what? Ev's not here, so I'll just go ahead and add him anyway. There you go. You, sir have been in this league for about four years now. Five years, actually. And you have gotten paid a quarter of a billion dollars mm-hmm. now, right? Mm-hmm. Justin Herbert lives in L.A. He's quarterback for the Chargers. He's 6'6", rocket arm, can make all the throws, got all the statistics in the world. You know, great, great-looking quarterback, great prospect. But you don't produce nothing, Justin. Justin? You you getting paid for nothing. You're getting this is empty calories. You're you're eating fruit snacks and then expecting to have gains at the gym. It don't work like that, my man, because no, you sir blew a lead in the playoffs to Trevor Lawrence, a 20-point lead that nobody talks about. Everybody wants to crucify Matt Ryan for blowing a 28-3 lead in the Super Bowl. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Justin Herbert did damn near the same exact thing against Jacksonville last year. Mm -hmm. He got a pass for that. This season, Justin Herbert had the ball in his hands to tie or win the game 5 times how many times did he come through for his team zero Zero. so justin herbert at this point is make or break everybody blames staley everybody blamed the defense everybody said oh everybody gets hurt all the time well you know what who else had to deal with injuries throughout their whole career that's great quarterbacks drew Brees. Tom Brady, Brady. Mahomes has had to deal with injuries. Mm -hmm. Great quarterbacks overcome injuries. Mm -hmm. It's you. You got to get it done. And you have Jim Harbaugh now coming in as your quarterback who made Colin Kaepernick an all-pro-level quarterback. You have no more excuses at this point. This organization gave you all the money in the world. You got to produce, my man. And unlike what most people do think or believe, I, sir, do not believe in you. But you know what? You can prove me wrong this upcoming season. Get the job done, man, and earn your money.
1: See, I'm gonna have to find somebody for my for this enough enough list. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna do my research and see who I'm sick of. But all right, so a quarter of a billion dollars to be <laughs> mid. Y'all
0: give me that money. All
1: right, so moving on. So a lot of trades happened uh within this month. So We'll just kind of grade a few of these because I mean, there's a lot of them since since it February first. So let's just let's just grade a few of these. Uh, let's start with no, actually, I want to save that one for last. Okay, I want to save that one for last. Let's Knicks. start with yeah, let's start with the Knicks. The, the Knicks trade. So the Knicks got where is it? I just passed it. Knicks get Alec Burks, mm-hmm. uh, Bondanovich, and the Pistons get Evan Fournier, Malachi Flynn, Quentin Grimes. Ryan Archie uh mm-hmm. two second round picks and cash considerations. I right. think that's a steal. That is a steal. That is a steal. Definitely. You get steal. you get the Knicks get two bucket getters to go along with Jalen Brunson, mm-hmm. Julius Randle, mm-hmm. uh
0: Mitchell Robinson will be Mitchell coming Robinson. Back, so.
1: But I mean I mean I mean that's a that's a solid trade in my eyes. I, I it like is. like I honestly think the Knicks got better with with that trade.
0: They did. It's going to the only thing for the Knicks, man, is just this upcoming offseason, mm-hmm. see if you can put together a package with some of this depth that you have to go get you a superstar to go along with Jalen Brunson. That's yeah. probably the next move.
1: So do you think you think with this with this Knicks trade, do you think that the Knicks are going to like like how far do you think they're going to excuse me, get in, get in the East playoffs?
0: They could potentially make it to an Eastern Conference final. Okay. Because the the coach of death is in Milwaukee. So
1: The coach of death. <laughs> Not Doc Rivers. Oh my God. The coach of death. That's a, has Doc Rivers
0: won when he didn't have the most stacked team in the so, NBA. Never. So so
1: right now the Knicks are sitting at four. Yeah. So relatively so they would have to play the seventy sixers first.
0: They could win that without if Embiid b doesn't come back if they could doesn't win come back yeah.
1: yeah, I mean, I think so, I think mm-hmm. so too, um, so speaking of the seventy six ers seventy sixers got buddy healed
0: Dude. I don't know how to feel about this one. I don't know how to feel about this one
1: i I like it because it gives it gives the seventy sixers an extra an extra shooter like like right. to, be, to be able to space the floor, but I also don't like it because. As much as I liked Buddy Hill at Oklahoma, I don't know if you can fully trust him
0: I don't think you can
1: that's that's been my biggest issue with him and I, and, and like I said, I've been a big fan of him when he was at Oklahoma but
0: there's a reason Indiana got rid of him there's a reason
1: Indi- there's a reason the Pelicans got rid of him there's a reason the Kings got rid of him there's a reason Indiana got rid of him mm-hmm. and now there's I mean I mean he's with the 76ers so now like what is the reason why you're getting traded so much? Because it's not like you're going to these teams as a free agent. You're getting traded.
0: He's inconsistent. That's the thing. He's inconsistent.
1: That's I mean, I mean that's the thing. But, I mean, if you look at this trade, the only thing that 76ers got was Buddy Hill. The Pacers got uh, Doug McDermott. I'm not even going to pronounce dude's name. <laughs> uh, a 2024 second round pick. A 2029 second round pick. Yeah. And cast considerations. So, basically, what the Pacers – I mean, the Pacers basically got to steal out of this because you – you traded Buddy Hield as if he was a quote unquote max player to get all this in return,
0: and the Pacers are also going to win, especially if Halliburton keeps being injured and not playing to the level that he should be playing. So he he won't be an All NBA player, so mm-hmm. they can save that money. Like the Pacers, man, they're they're thinking next level here,
1: and I I,
0: I like I see what y'all are doing. The Pacers like are going to be a force.
1: I like them too. Um. So, I know you were kind of critical on this one. I actually kind of like it, but I'm going to get your thoughts. So, the Thunder got Gordon Hayward. I love it. You love it? I love it. Okay, I love it, too. Okay. They needed
0: a vet. Yep, they I agree. They a
1: vet. I, I 100% agree with that. Now, the thing is, can can Gordon stay healthy? That's the, that's the only thing. Because, well, healthy Gordon Hayward with SGA, with Chet, um, J-dub. Lou Dorb, J-Dub. Well, actually, both J-Dubs. Like, mm mm-hmm. That's that's not bad. No, it's, it's not. not. It's, it's not bad at all. It's really not. And I mean, Gordon Hayward doesn't have a lot of like I guess quote unquote playoff success. Correct. But I mean, he's gone. He's gone up against the Warriors. He's gone yep. up against. I mean the wh- whatever you want to call them, Lob City. I mean, they weren't that much of a damn threat. But I mean, the Lob City Clippers weren't that much of a threat. The Rockets came back 3-1 against them. So they did. Let's, and this is before – no, no James Harden was there. No, never yeah, but James
0: Harden got benched that game. It was Josh Smith that brought him back in game five.
1: So, let's be real here. Like, Who was the guess, coach of that Clippers team? Doc Rivers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just checking. But if if Gordon Hayward can stay healthy, I actually really do like this trade a lot. So I agree. Um, Nets got Dennis Schroeder from the Raptors. So, Nets received Dennis Schroeder, Thaddeus Young. And Raptors got Spencer Dinwiddie, which obviously Spencer Dinwiddie just signed to L.A. Right, got bought and out. And then Thaddee is young. I think he's getting ready to sign with the, the – not the Nets, um, the Suns. Right. So what do you think of Dennis Schroeder being on the Nets?
0: I don't know what the Nets are
1: doing. I, I, yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't like, know
0: either. Are, are we trying to help Mikkel Bridges? Are we trying to tank for a better pick? Like, right. are we just acquiring assets to try to go all in for a superstar? Like – I don't know what Brooklyn's doing at all, but I like mm-hmm. what Toronto is doing.
1: I do like what Toronto's doing, too.
0: Toronto's building a nice young core of players, and uh, Toronto will actually probably be much improved next year in the years to follow. But this year, you know, it's, it's over with for them this year, so it doesn't really matter.
1: So this next one, the Heat get uh, Scary Terry from the Hornets. Scary
0: Terry, that's my guy, man. Scary so, Terry get so
1: right now the Heat are sitting at – uh, they're sitting at seven, right? Do you think they can make a playoff push getting uh, Terry Rozier?
0: I mean, if you're the if you're the Heat, your ultimate goal should be to get a first round matchup with Milwaukee. Wherever that <sighs> falls, you want to be matched up with Milwaukee because they so then, own Milwaukee.
1: So then, because right now the Pacers are six, right? So and Milwaukee's three. Mm-hmm. So if they're, I mean, and oh, now that you said that, that makes a lot of sense. Cause they own them. They beat them damn near every time they play. You, you, you know who also beats them though? Who? Indiana. Yeah, yeah. If 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 I'm Milwaukee, I do not want to see Indiana or Miami. I not actually at all. do Agree with you. Not Any at anybody all. else other than that? Because yeah, no. Because I, I don't know what's going on with my, with the Bucks defense right now.
0: Evan, Evan. I'm just saying. Do you want to have this conversation or do you want to wait? Until, about their defense? Until after the All-Star break. Because Milwaukee has a lot more issues than what people really realize. We'll talk about it later
1: then. Okay. All right. We'll talk about it later because, you know, I don't want our tech and audio guy to be hell-bent over. He'll be all whatnot. right. <laughs> Can I ask you about one
0: person that got traded, and the trade that I liked the most mm-hmm. out of all of this was Dallas getting uh, P.J. Washington and Daniel Gafford because they needed it. They did need that
1: size, yeah, desperately.
0: Um, But the guy that really got screwed over, well, two people, Seth Curry, who got traded from Dallas for, what, a third time? That's Mm -hmm. ridiculous. Like, why do you keep going back there? They keep trading you. They don't want you. They don't want you. Um, And then Grant Williams. Grant, you You should have just stayed in Boston, dog. Because they sent him to Charlotte Mm -hmm. when PJ came to Mm -hmm. Dallas. So
1: So, – So Grant went to Dallas as a free, correct free agent. Asian. Okay, I, I don't know why I think thought he got traded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he should stayed his ass in Boston. Should just stayed in Boston. Boston. In Boston now. Now I feel like his career is going to be a journeyman. He's, he's going to be, be. He's going to be around for. He's going to be bouncing from team to team. But I mean, I, I I didn't realize that Seth got was was there three times. Three Ed times. And still, that's. They no.
0: don't want you. They don't.
1: Like, you That's just keep sad. going
0: back. It's, it's like Stockholm syndrome. You just keep going back. But it's crazy.
1: I do, I do like this Mavs trade. It's not my favorite, but I do like it because they get more size. PJ Washington is actually very versatile. Mm-hmm. Um Gafford is a pick and roll threat, lob threat. Energy uh, player. Energy player, rim protector, all the above. And they they needed that. So oh, yeah. Right now. Dallas is sitting at 7. Mm-hmm. Um If I'm going to be 100% honest with you, I don't really see them going higher than 5. Me neither. So, if they if they can stay between 5 and 7, I think I think that would be a good fit for them. Yeah. Um a matchup I would like them to see though, considering their size, if they can get matched up with Denver, I think that would be a good a good matchup. Who I think I think Denver would win it, but I'm right. saying I'm saying that that would actually be a really good matchup because Denver with Jokic, obviously. Right. I was gonna say Aaron who would guard Gordon, Jokic. I think. Well, I mean, I mean, let, let's be honest. Who can guard Jokic? Nobody. Okay. So let's just. Yeah. Nobody. I mean, that's just an anomaly right there. But I think I think they match up well. I agree. Um,
0: At least on the perimeter, for sure. Who
1: do you uh, before we get to this before we get to this last trade? Who do you think? If you are the Clippers, who do you not want to see in the playoffs? Because right now the Clippers are at three. So they would play, if playoffs ended today, they would play the Suns.
0: If I'm the Clippers, I want zero parts of Denver. Zero for parts sure, of Denver. Because Jokic is just going to terrorize mm-hmm. them. Um, I, If I was the Clippers in a playoff series, I wouldn't want to see the Lakers. At all. I wouldn't want to see
1: Phoenix. No, I'd want Phoenix. You would want Phoenix. Because that's a good matchup for them. Okay.
0: Um, and then also the team that, you know, a lot of people sleep on is I wouldn't want any parts of Minnesota if I'm the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Because of the Carl Anthony Towns, Rudy Gobert element. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, you know, size versus speed and athleticism. And, athleticism, yeah. and plus they have Ant, Ant-Man to kind of neutralize everything. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't, yeah, those would be the ones i avoid. If I was the Clippers, I would want OKC. That's not bad. Or if I'm Dallas, I want OKC as right. well.
1: You you realize like if the if the playoffs ended today, yeah. The play in the play in game would be the Lakers and Warriors?
0: Oh, that that would that be legendary. Would
1: be, <laughs> that that would be insane. Yeah. That, that that'd be pretty crazy. Oh,
0: you know who's balling right now? Draymond Green. Yeah, yeah. See, he he's he ain't said nothing about you. Ain't heard him say nothing about Draymond in weeks and weeks and weeks. And that boy, Draymond, out there hitting half court shots. You know what I'm saying? Making key defensive stops, locking up KD
1: at the end of the game. It's cool though. It's cool. It's, it's cool, crazy though. what Draymond can do when he's a model citizen. Yeah, I've said that. He, I mean, I'll give him his credit. He's been he's been balling.
0: Yeah, he got that hundred million dollar deal. And guess who you, who's not finna get a hundred million dollar deal? First off, your boy Clay.
1: Y'all, y'all out here thinking boy, that I real that I'm like, okay, Clay Thompson needs all like. No, I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. I'm just the I'm just saying, and the people may disagree with me, which some of you have already have. I just, I feel like if you were to trade Clay, mm-hmm. you might not get as much value.
0: What value is he giving you? Or I'm
1: sorry, I'm sorry. Like, like I feel like you could you could get equal. Somewhat of equal value. Because, mm-hmm. again, I mean, it's, it's two different players. Draymond, the leadership, championship pedigree. The defense. A, the, the defense, a dog. Like, I mean, I guess, quote, unquote, an, an uh, enforcer. Mm-hmm. I get that. There's there's 31 other teams or 30, or 29 other teams that that want that kind of stuff. Ag- agreed. Yeah, agreed. So, you mean to tell me with Klay Thompson, there's not 29 other teams that want a spot-up shooter?
0: There is,
1: and someone who can shoot the ball and be a threat and space the floor.
0: But you know what the problem is with Clay? His injury history. And I get he that. Can't play defense the same way that he used to. So can you have him on the court in these critical
1: moments? I mean, I get that. But the the only point that I'm saying is because people are like, you can't get no value for Clay. Like actually, like if you, like with the right trade partner, you mm. can actually get just as much as if you were to trade Draymond. That's my only point. Mm-mm. That – yes, yes, you can. Heck no. Yes, you can. Well, no, you can With the right trade partner, you can get just as much value. With
0: the right moron, maybe, but not the, <laughs> the right trade partner. Absolutely so, not. So, okay,
1: okay. What do you think a Draymond trade package would look like? It wouldn't and, – and, and just – it doesn't matter the team, just
0: – It would include multiple picks where the first or second – because second round picks kay. is whatever. um It would include a rotational player. Okay. And a starter from another team, so you and get a two starter? picks, a rotation player, and a starter for Draymond, and then you throw in somebody off the bench to make the money work, because Draymond's more. Draymond does not have statistical value, but you see his impact on the no, court. No, yeah, and I, and I agree with that. But and Clay does not. Clay was over here throwing fits and throwing chairs and throwing stuff in the mm-hmm. air and uh, yelling at Steve Kerr. You know what the difference between Draymond and Clay is? Clay got benched, he started acting like like a, a baby, for lack of mm-hmm. a better term. Mm-hmm. Draymond got benched in the NBA Finals, and look at what he did. He was supporting his team. He was being a great leader, a great role model to the guys that's on the court, cheering them on. Klay mm-hmm. Thompson did the exact opposite. That shows you why and how Draymond is more valuable to that team than Klay Thompson.
1: I mean, right now, Clay is second in the, on the team in scoring.
0: Okay. Who else is gonna score on that team? Yeah. Kaminga, Moody. Point,
1: my points exactly. So, like, so again, so okay. So you're saying that Draymond can get a starter? Oh yeah. A, ro- a rotational player for sure. And let's just say, for sake of arguments, two
0: second round picks.
1: Two second round picks. Yeah. Like I said, with the right trade partner, mm. do you not think Clay plus I'm not I'm Moody, Moody or whatever? Yeah. That can't be of equal value. No, I, because the organization
0: I already told you they're not of equal value. They gave Draymond four for a hundred. They offered Clay two for forty eight.
1: But that was on top of his extension, though. Draymond's is a brand is brand new contract. He, like That's not an extension.
0: But Clay turned down at two for forty eight. You think he finna get twenty four million dollars a year after this season
1: with the right person?
0: Okay, he'll be in Charlotte.
1: Cool. Cool. <laughs> He'll and, be with the Rockets. I'm just I'm Enjoy just North Carolina. Like it's fine. Like oh come on God. now.
0: He's a West Coast kid. He going he going to take that 2 for 30, 2 for for 25. He's not getting 2 for 48. That's crazy. Like nobody's going to pay him that. He go to Philly. Philly would actually be his best spot.
1: Phil, I mean, yeah, probably. So yeah. Buddy Hill. Yeah, get. I mean, yeah. True. Uh, so, I mean, right now, Clay's shooting 41% from the field, 37 from three, 91 from the field, free throw. You take that or no?
0: I mean, I would take that, but it's not about the st- stats can lie. People say <laughs> numbers don't lie, numbers but do num- li- numbers, numbers lie. lie. Numbers lie. Look His at-
1: defensive numbers, yes. Evan. But- Again, Numbers
0: can lie. Look at people's is, tax returns. Is, Numbers is, can lie. Is
1: this not a three-point league? Like it if is. You, if you can't shoot the ball, right. you are in a heap of trouble. You are. A la Ben Simmons. Correct. Can't shoot a lick out of the ball and where is he? On the bench.
0: Yeah, because Ben lost confidence. It wasn't about Ben's play style because he couldn't shoot to begin with. Well. Ben is a different, different story.
1: I can, I can definitely think of some teams that. I, I said to. he could have some value, just not as valuable as Draymond. Uh, I, I agree to disagree. Okay. All right, but this last trade, I I love it. Rockets get Steven Adams.
0: Yeah. I
1: I love it. That won't help until next season, yeah, but no, it's, no, it's a very I, good trade. I, I love it because you didn't give up much to get him. Correct. Like, you gave up Victor Oladipo, who wasn't going to play not, anyway. not a damn thing anyway, and three second round picks. Yeah. I love
0: it. I love it. I think I, it's a great I, I
1: love it. I love it. This this makes me curious of what the Rockets' front office is thinking more so when they go into the summer. Like, okay, so we got we got Steven Adams. You do okay. We got we got Alp. We got mm-hmm. Jabari. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Freddie V. We got mm-hmm. Dylan Brooks. Got Tari. Um, we got Tari. We talked about Jalen Green. Green might be a name that's floating around as, as as trade bait. I think I think with the right pieces, the Rockets can. Get back to Rockets basketball.
0: Well, this is the thing. Going into this offseason, because they haven't paid Al P. yet, right?
1: I think Al P.'s, I think he has one more Like one more, more year? year on that rookie, rookie so, deal. So next year would be his last year on that So deal.
0: are you going to extend Al P.? Are you going to extend Jalen Green? What you going to do? Mm-hmm. It's a big decision to make this it's upcoming summer. It's a summer. big decision. Because if you don't pay Jalen, that just signifies to everybody mm-hmm. we're gonna move on with? from him, right? Now, if you if you extend Jalen and you don't extend Alp, now this is the same thing. Like, okay, well, they believe in Jalen more than Al P. Mm-hmm. and it may create a dynamic where though I don't know this, who nobody knows, but it could create a dynamic where those guys are competing to try to figure out whose team it is instead of building an actual a, team. Mm-hmm. So you you got to figure out what you want to do.
1: I think I think if you're the if you're the Rockets front office, and I've been, I mean, I'm a big Jalen Green fan, and I've been critical of him too, but I mean, maybe maybe it is time to kind of just throw his name out there and see and see and see what sticks. Just mm-hmm. just throw it around, see what sticks. Maybe maybe the Rockets instead of just offering four second round picks or for whatever picks for Mikael Bridges, mm-hmm. throwing Jalen Green and see and 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 kind of in Jalen see what Green, sticks. that deal
0: will get done. Right.
1: So. Yeah. I mean, I mean, to bring in a guy like, you know, Mikhail Bridges, or we talked about last episode with Vala, maybe a Trey Young or something like that. I think, I, think, I think if the Rockets make a big splash this summer, kind of like they did last summer, yeah. I, think, I, I, I think they're going to be back with it, especially with a, with a durable guy like Steven Adams, with the exception of this year. He's been one of the most durable guys in the league and oh, tough. Yeah. And, I mean, tough as nails, like all, mm-hmm. like all kind of stuff. So to have that,
0: I'm good. I mean... I'm set. I, I Look, everybody make, may seem to think that I just dislike Jalen Green. I don't. I actually was a huge Jalen Green supporter when he got drafted. I just, I just don't know what the Rockets are gonna do at this mm-hmm. point, especially with the vets they brought in. You know, E-May as the head coach It's just mm-hmm. very confusing as to what they're gonna do moving forward. And Thompson's playing well. Thompson is playing well. So now you gotta. Now it's like, well, damn. I was kind of
1: skeptical about him when they drafted him. We
0: so. signed Fred, but. Thompson is developing kinda rapidly here, mm-hmm. so what we gonna do with Fred? Mm-hmm. So it's it's a very tricky situation, but
1: you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Was there another trade that that uh spoke to you? No. Next trade RJ Barrett or Nah, no.
0: Nah. I mean, R.J., he's back in his home country. He's been playing well. <laughs> uh, So, this is a good trade for him, Emmanuel quickly. Now, what I did want to ask you about is the P.J. Tucker and Bones Highland situation. Because mm. they sent both of them home. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that?
1: I think the Clippers are not using them in the, in the way that they should. Mm-hmm. P.J. Tucker is a... Is a hard nosed defender, spot up corner three shooter. Like and come playoff time with the exception of 2018, which I'm still very, very upset about. He was the first he was <laughs> he started the streak and then he ended the streak. Which obviously, I mean, he shot some in between, but it wasn't just him. But I, I say this he's been a very consistent player wherever he's gone. Agreed. And he helped Milwaukee to, to a championship. Mm-hmm. Um, he got he helped Miami, I believe, to the Eastern semis the next year. Mm-hmm. Like he's Philly, he, he, Philly. He's been he's been a proven winner. Yep. And and like I said, he's been consistent. So for me, it's like okay, Clippers, like like what are you doing here? Like you have to use him in some way, shape, or form. You have to, right? Because again, he's he's one of those players that anybody any team could use. Mm. Patrick Beverly just went to the Bucks. The Bucks are going to be they tremendous. They needed a Patrick and they ne- Beverly, and they needed something like that. Yeah, but but again, to PJ Tucker's point, Milwaukee needed that too, and they ended yeah. up winning. Great. So obviously, he can help you in multiple ways than just being out there and wearing and wearing all these expensive ass shoes. And like our fly out of he, shoes. No, 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 yeah, no. Shoe game's crazy. I mean, he has his own house for like that's wild. Yeah, um, but. My point is, he he can bring so much value to him. So, to, so the fact that you aren't using him to his ability and you have him mentally to a point where it's like, 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 I, like I'm pissed. Like, I don't want to be here. Like, mm-hmm. blah, blah blah. Like, like that's not cool. Like, I agree. use him. Use him in the way that he should be used. Right. If not, you should have got off of him a couple weeks ago to Agreed. a contender.
0: I agree. But okay, well, PJ, PJ is a different story. PJ's thirty eight. Like, at a certain point, we got to be realistic. Like, it's getting to the end for PJ. That's true. The guy that I'm more concerned about in this situation is Bones Highland because I think he can actually legitimately hoop. Mm -hmm. I don't think he's, like, great, but I think he's a hooper. Right. And the problem is Denver kind of had the same issue with Mm -hmm. you. Now you're in LA and they sent you away. Mm -hmm. So then it starts to be like, all right, man, they're gonna say you're just a disgruntled player, and Mm -hmm. then you'll be out the league in a few years. And that's the crazy part because your talent says you belong, yeah, but your attitude might get you out of the NBA, right? Which is sad because which is sad. and I don't really know what's going on with L.A. I don't know why the Clippers decided to just become an AAU basketball team and have nothing but guards yeah. and wings. And Zubak is, like, the only big on that entire team. It makes no sense. But that's the direction they decided to go in. Yeah. So, I mean, those two guys, man, PJ,
1: I feel for you, Bones. You just got to get it together, my guy. Yeah, I mean. Relax. I mean, like I said, if you if you, if you're not going to use PJ the right way, you should have got off. Of him. Like the Clippers should have got off of. Him. Yeah, but
0: they don't want him to go to a LA to the Lakers. They don't want yeah, him to I go mean, to a I Denver. Mean, and I'm not I'm not
1: sitting here saying trade him to your rival. Right. But like if you're if if you're not going to use him, like like he's he's too talented defensively. Regardless if he's 38 or not, he's too talented on a defensive end. He's too much of a vocal leader mm-hmm. to just be sitting the bench. Right. That's just me.
0: PJ Tucker gives me Raphael vibes from Ninja Turtles.
1: That's all right. You got it. You you got it, man. You got it. Well I'm sorry, PJ. Um, last question before 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 we take this in for a landing. You um so this Clippers experiment, it's I mean, obviously we were kinda skeptical about it, Mm -hmm. but right now they're third in the West. What do you Mm -hmm. think what do you think their upside is at post all star break?
0: Post-All-Star break, the plan is should be to lock yourself into a top-six seed. That's mm-hmm. really all you need to do. Yep,
1: because right now they're third.
0: Um, and then also you should make sure to preserve – PG, and Kawhi. Mm -hmm. You should give Westbrook more minutes Mm -hmm. after the All-Star break and kind of let him begin to kind of round into form. So he's really ready come playoffs on. Because Westbrook was awesome last year Mm -hmm. in the playoffs. He sure was. He was awesome. He sure was. Um, And James Harden seems to be a great little point guard and facilitator for that team who can also go get a bucket when Mm -hmm. he needs to get a bucket. He looks rejuvenated out Mm -hmm. there, man.
1: No, no, he looks good.
0: Um, So I think the experiment is working, but – if they flame out in the playoffs, remember that's my biggest.
1: And Paul I was George about to is that. gonna
0: be a free agent after the season, mm-hmm. and Golden State needs a wing to
1: replace that guy that can't move laterally. And apparently, Indiana is thinking reunion. That's that's my only thing that really concerns me. Like they like Kawhi, with the exception of Kawhi, like you know, let's just take Kawhi out of this. Paul George, amazing regular season player, amazing. Westbrook, amazing regular season player. Mm-hmm. Harden same just in, in the and you can just go down the road. Right. When it comes playoff time. Mm. Paul George 5 of 20. Playoff P. Playoff P. Russell Westbrook like 5 of 30. Like We well,
0: not about to do that with my boy Russ because when Russ and PG was together in Oklahoma City, you know what PG did in that Utah series? He, he it was horrible. He was hot garbage. Yeah, no, he was horrible. And Westbrook was going out there dropping forty, but he, and everybody said it was Russ's fault. That's
1: crazy. No, no, it wasn't mm. Russ's fault. But my point is, and even and even before they got PG, when he whenever they played the Rockets in the in that first in that in the year prior, yeah, he was getting like forty points, but he, it took him like thirty nine shots to get it. That team was terrible that I year. Know, I know, but that's my but the, but again, it's like do like do the Clippers need that Russ? Like
0: they might at a certain point.
1: For, I mean, if you if you want to go 10 or 30 or whatever, like, I mean, I don't know. I just don't think that's efficient. And, obviously, James Harden usually becomes a shell of himself games 5, 6, and 7 around that range. So, that's yeah. what scares me, too. Um, but I do think they can make at least the Western Conference Finals if they the, play
0: well. You know who's the sleeper on that team who's going to be critical come playoff time? Hmm. Norman Powell. Mm-hmm. He's going to be critical mm-hmm. come playoff Coming time. off the
1: bench, yeah, yeah, he's going to be – He's going to be a heap of trouble for sure.
0: Because mm, the West is loaded, man. This it's, it's crazy. The Kings are it's a bonus, man. The Kings are eight. Lakers, Good.
1: nine. Warriors, ten. Dallas, seven. Suns are six. Pelicans are five. Denver's four. Clippers are three. OKC's two. And Minnesota's one. Wait, That's, Pelicans made it up to five? Pel- Pelicans made it up to five. Oh wow. I don't know. I'll be honest. I don't know how, but I don't know how that happened.
0: Oh wow. We gotta start putting some respect on B I and, and Zion's mm-hmm. name. Oh man, Zion, I see you, bro. You've been balling lately, man. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Keeping yeah. it low key though. I I, I see keep it low key, I my see dog. How you yeah. Doing. yeah.
1: Keep it low key. You and
0: Ja. You and Ja staying real low. <laughs> ja, get healthy, man. We need you back. Yeah, in the yeah, NBA.
1: yeah. The league is better with you, man. Oh, yeah. So but I think that's all time we got. Uh mm. wrapping up episode 10. Yep. Uh Appreciate all the love, like and subscribe. Make sure you share with a friend. Uh, and we're ranking up these subscribers, man. I think we're at what? Uh, Fifty five audio, man.
0: Fifty seven.
1: Fifty five on YouTube. So, man, hey, thank y'all. And thank one y'all last for the support.
0: thing before we get out of here, I'd be remiss if I didn't Almost do this. Um, it is Valentine's Day and I wanted to give a special Valentine's Day shout out to my mother. I love you, Mom. You're amazing. Um, I'll see you this weekend. I just really, truly adore you. And also to someone that's not here that I miss dearly every day to my grandmother, I miss you. I'll see you again one day, and um, I think about you all the time. Oh. I just wanted to end on that
1: note. Happy Valentine's Day to you two, Moms. And I already said, happy Valentine's Day to you too, Sam. Uh, so let's go right Don't there. Don't make them sleep on the couch, Sam. <laughs> no. All right. Appreciate y'all. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe. Also, check us out on Apple Podcasts because last week I said mm-hmm. Apple Music. So, <laughs> so Apple Podcasts and Spotify if you're on the go. So appreciate you. I'm Evan. Wes here, man. We out. Episode 10, baby. Let's go. We need a fan, dog. <laughs>